Hello, Aletta, and hello, Hooray for Monday listeners. Welcome to May. Today, Aletta is kicking off what we like to call Teacher Appreciation Month with what it takes to truly show appreciation for educators. Cupcakes, luncheons, flowers, and free coffee, right? Well, yes, those things are great. But if we really want to appreciate teachers, I'm suggesting we go beyond the treats and show teachers we respect their intellect, inquiry, imagination, and integrity. I'm suggesting we respect their time and their curiosity and ensure they have access to engaging and effective professional development. You have a line in this week's post that I love that made me really stop and think differently about PD, which as a teacher, I often thought of as a requirement, but not a perk of the job. You say, we are teachers, which by definition means we are professional learners. I'm not sure that's in the Webster's dictionary definition, but I like it. Yeah, it's not. But any teacher who's done this job for a minute knows that success in the profession is not about knowing everything. It's about being open to learning. You can't be the same teacher you were the day you started and expect that what you knew then will carry you through decades in the job. The world is constantly changing. Our understanding of how we learn is constantly changing. And the lives and experiences of our students are constantly changing. So as teachers, we can't be fixed. We've got to continuously adapt. Our success depends on being hungry to learn more. And the professional development we seek, as well as the professional development our schools provide, should be feeding our minds. It should be fulfilling and meaningful and contributing to our growth. And if that sounds like a fantasy to our listeners, the great thing about this week's post is that you've got additional resources to offer for how to make PD like that possible. Yes, I share some of these in Hooray for Monday, and I have an article published in the May issue of Phi Delta Kappen with concrete examples of what good PD can and should be. Bring it on. I'm Aletta Margolis, and this is Hooray for Monday, your inspiration and toolkit for the week ahead. Hooray for PD. Hooray for Monday, May 1st, 2023. Imagine this scenario. It's 3.15 and your teaching day has just ended. You grab your second or third cup of coffee and the lunch you didn't have time to eat at lunchtime and head for the faculty lounge for your school's professional development session. But instead of feeling the usual sense of dread, you feel excited, curious, even supported. For too many of us, that scenario sounds like a fantasy, but it shouldn't be. We are teachers, which by definition means we are professional learners. That's part of our job. Every minute of our professional development or professional learning should be meaningful and productive. It should be something to look forward to and to help us not only do our jobs better, but also enjoy them more. Next week is Teacher Appreciation Week. One of the most powerful ways to show appreciation for teachers is to offer high quality, engaging, meaningful, professional learning. That would be a demonstrative way to show respect for teachers as professionals. Pizza parties and donuts and faculty breakfasts are wonderful, and I am by no means suggesting those aren't important. They are. 
I still remember the six-layer strawberry shortcake a parent made one year for a faculty breakfast in the middle school where I was teaching. But if we truly want teachers to feel supported, they need more than cake. Support looks like fair pay, a true voice in decision-making in the classroom, school, and larger community, reasonable class sizes, and trust in professional judgment to decide which books to teach and how to teach them. That kind of support demonstrates respect for teachers, but too often these very basic things are out of a school's control driven by outside politics. Countless studies over many decades have shown that teachers, like all professionals, thrive when they are treated with respect. And here is something that can be in a school's control, the kind of PD offered to teachers. Happy Teacher Appreciation Month to everyone in our Hooray for Monday community. Know that at Inspired Teaching, we remain committed to providing teachers with quality learning experiences that honor your intellect, inquiry, imagination, and integrity. This is how we show our deep respect for all you do. Stay tuned for an article I wrote that appears in the May issue of Cap'n Magazine coming out tomorrow. And if you're not already subscribed to the written version of Hooray for Monday, subscribe now and you'll receive a link to that article in your inbox in the coming days. Links to the resources are in the written version of Hooray for Monday, as well as the notes for this episode. Free resources for high quality PD. Inspired Teaching Institute booklets. After each monthly institute this school year, we've synthesized the learning into a handy booklet that describes activities and provides context for broader concepts. Instigator of Thought Challenge. This site contains self-directed professional learning exercises designed to help you reflect on your practice and try new things. In recognition of their value to teachers, these resources won a Webby Anthem Award this year. Hooray for 2023. In January, we launched Hooray for 2023, a new monthly feature on our website that offers resources designed to address teacher needs particular to each month of the year. See what May has to offer and be sure to check back at the start of each month for a fresh curated set of tools to support your teaching. Professional learning. Registration is live for our Teaching with Improvisation Fellowship. Are you a DC teacher? Don't miss this opportunity. This summer, Center for Inspired Teaching invites teachers of all subjects and grade levels at Washington, D.C. schools to an invigorating learning experience grounded in the art of improvisation and Inspired Teaching's five core elements that lead to an engagement-rich classroom. Join us in person, June 27 to 29, to build creative teaching practices using improvisational techniques. Lunch will be provided daily and participants will receive a stipend. The application deadline is May 15. Space is limited. Apply today. The theme for our May Inspired Teaching Institute is 10 ways to end school year with joy. 
and this institute is open to teachers everywhere. Online, Monday, May 8th, 3.45 to 5 p.m. Eastern, or online, Wednesday, May 17th, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern. As the school year winds to a close, there's joy in the completion, but there is also cause for celebration in the journey. In this institute, participants will explore 10 different year-end activities that range in duration from 10 minutes to several days. Each activity keeps the learning going and makes use of the community you've built over the course of the school year. These standards-based activities are applicable to multiple grade levels and subject areas. All registrants will receive an e-booklet with full descriptions of all the activities in the Institute. Check out the booklet from last month's session here. The program is free. Certificates of completion will be provided for all participants. Youth programs. Applications for real-world history are open for school year 23-24. All DCPS, charter, and independent high school students are invited to apply for this innovative year-long honors level after-school course. More information and application links are in the written version. What we're curious about this week. Each week, a member of the Inspired Teaching community will share something that's currently piquing their curiosity. Maybe it will spark yours too. This week, we hear from Jenna Fornell, Inspired Teaching's Director of Teaching and Learning. This weekend, I was rummaging around in the shed and looked up to see some leaf matter poking out of a reusable bag on the wall. I leaned in to inspect the bag and a Carolina wren nearly flew into my eye. She was sitting on a beautiful nest of four eggs built atop a pile of lawn trimming materials. To get into the shed when its doors are closed, which they usually are, she has to fly through a narrow gap at the top. It's such a peculiar sight for a bird nest. I find myself thinking about it all the time. How did she find that spot? To fly between that crack in the door, she would have had to build the nest with very little light. It's probably remarkably safe from predators, but how on earth will she teach the babies how to fly out? We've had this shed for nearly 15 years. Why is this the first bird to build a nest there? Will others follow suit? Will she nest there again next year? Will she have another brood this year? I've been researching Carolina wrens and nests and trying to learn more, but I delighted in this line from the Discover Wildlife website that feels very true. Though research is allowing us to learn more about how bird nests work, we are unlikely to run out of questions. Hooray for Monday is an award-winning weekly publication of Center for Inspired Teaching, an independent nonprofit organization that invests in and supports teachers. Inspired Teaching provides transformative improvisation-based professional learning for teachers that is 100% engaging intellectually, emotionally, and physically. Our mission is to create radical change in the school experience away from compliance, and toward authentic engagement. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.